0: Yeah. yeah, sick. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, man. Andy Robinson, we're back.
0: My man. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Well, it sounds like a few bits have been going on with you, so let's hear about that first. What do you mean? Well, when, when you messaged me, you said so much has changed since we last... Like, like the last five months have flown. And you said, look, shit has changed since then.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, the, in the fact that the last time I spoke to you, you were about to go into lockdown. And, uh, like you you would only like oh, that. Oh. <laughs> my bad, I thought he meant
0: um I thought you meant from you, your side. Cause I know like you start working for more and all that sort of stuff. So I, I thought like loaded stuff had changed from your side. Oh yeah, for, Oh, well, uh I'll about me then. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is my yeah. internet connection all right? It seems yeah. to be
2: yeah.
0: sick. Um yeah, mate, like it's really weird when people ask. I, I, I find it a really quick weird question now when people ask how you are like it's just normal to say good isn't it. Um, yeah, yeah mate, everything's good, but I'm not going to lie. Things are a bit weird in Melbourne. I, you know, I don't know how much you guys get in the news, but like there's mad protests every weekend, uh, like hundreds of thousands of people. Um, like a few months ago, we became the most locked down city in the world. Um, and now like, now like it feels like we're trying to move up a weight division. Um, and now we're going for like most segregated city in the world. Like there's literally boards coming in for to, to segregate. Like it's it's weird. It's fucked. And the most fucked up thing out of all of it is like none of it feels that weird. Like it's just like yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> we'll just carry on as usual. Um, all in all, though, like that's the thing. It's like things that things are kind of alright. Like just getting on day to day stuff. Back in Melbourne now. The last time we spoke, I was it was it was just before I left because I was coming across to Liverpool, wouldn't I?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was five months
1: ago. You were still in your twenties last time we spoke. <laughs> <And> I... <laughs> I was a young
0: man, a young whippersnapper.
1: You were. <laughs> it, it, it yeah. A lot has changed, and like I say, I mean, how, how was quarantine? How how did you cope with it? What was what was your methods behind the madness, if you like? <laughs> uh,
0: like it's one of those things now. It just feels like a weird dream. Like it doesn't really feel like it happened, but I don't know, quarantine, uh, I remember going nuts a little bit in the first couple of days, because in Australia, they have like different rules for where you are in the country, yeah. so where I was, it was pretty much the harshest quarantine, in that like, you literally weren't allowed to leave your room, your windows, you, you, you didn't have a room with an opening window, and all that sort of stuff, so I didn't know that when I arrived, I had a little bit of a mental breakdown, when I realised I wasn't going to be able to get any fresh air for two weeks, yeah. Um, but then kind of after that, you just settle into a routine. Like I have my work, I have a PlayStation, have Netflix, like food was a bit shit. You didn't get a choice in what you ate, but <laughs> okay. just got on with it, survived it. And uh, and yeah, now I'm here back home with Jess and Boys and things are kind of just
1: cracking on now. That reunion nearly, nearly made me cry. Say that again. That uh, reunion of uh, you with the dogs. Oh,
0: man, that, that was every every Everyone does exactly what you just did. Like, oh, the reunion made me, made, nearly made me cry. What? You, me and Jess? I was like, no, 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 no you were no. the, the dogs. The dogs, man.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it, it's, it's really good. And then, yeah, kind of, obviously there was a little bit of a honeymoon period. Been back after not seeing each other for eight months.
2: <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, then we went back into lockdown over here and Jess carried on with work. I carried on with work and just settled back
2: into day-to-day today now
1: so are you currently locked down or not uh
2: no so we we
0: opened up a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago now um so now we're 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 back to normal but there's just yeah there's a lot of stuff going on which um it, it just makes things slightly weird just like they're trying to bring in new like permanent pandemic laws and all that sort of thing Um, There's this sort of thing like if someone who isn't vaccinated goes somewhere where they're not supposed to go, they can go to prison for two years. Um, You know, right now in north, the north, what's called the northern territories of Australia, like um, the army, the Australian Defence Force are literally rounding people up, um, the 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 towns and rounding people up and forcing them to get vaccinated where there's outbreaks of
2: COVID. Things are fine, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think
0: I, I, I don't know. I think things will just slowly get back to normal when when people get their lives back. People stop caring, don't they? Like they can just yeah. go on about their day to day stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how are you? Because
1: you guys, you guys are literally. Back to normal. Mate, honestly, it's like the cases are going back up, but it just seems like nothing's going on. No one, like you, still see people wearing masks and stuff like that. But people now getting the booster jab. Um, which is a third yeah. jab um, yeah. I, like I said it's just one of them where you hope I just hope that they don't announce another lockdown at all but if they do we going to have to deal with it and we've, de- we've dealt with it two or three times before so yeah, one of them now where if it happens we're more equipped to understanding what we're going to do how we're going to target it how we're going to get on with it um, and how to get out of it as quick as fucking possible Yeah, hey, can, can you imagine? Like
0: two years ago, like if we were kind of telling ourselves where we would be in December twenty twenty one, and <laughs> we explained this, like, fuck off! Absolutely no chance, you absolute psychopath! What a conspiracy theory! Uh,
1: the same the government says you can. It's mental. Austria mm. at the moment. Happened. Happened. Is, is, I've seen some of the footage over there. And, Going, army going around uh, checking people in shops to see if they were vaccinated or not to send them home um, I know it's absolutely mental it's unbelievable
0: So, like, like, what do you do like because obviously we've we've had chats before about the vaccine like I'm, I'm kind of getting to a point where I don't want to discuss it with people like everyone thinks what they think and everyone wants to try and convince everyone else they're right yeah.
1: The internet is sometimes a little bit jumpy.
0: Okay. Um, sometimes. I'll tell you what I'll do. What I'll do is I'll put my 5G on my phone. Okay. And see if I can switch over to that. That's really on charge. But yeah. Um, so what's going on with you, mate? Like, you, you, you're you still doing your jujitsu. jitsu How did the competition go? Uh, well, I'll
1: show you. Got one of these, did we? Legend is that gold or bronze? Bronze, mate. Bronze. Fucking we, loser We got I know. <laughs> I know, You didn't even come first last, you came second last. It's not it, don't what sorry. It's, it's, some yeah. what, what's afraid. I can't even get but, it right. The thing is the weight on it is silly. Uh, proper weighty. Uh but yeah, it, it looks quite good in a, in in the office at the moment. So um yeah. That's really good, mate. Doing really well with it. Um We've got a seminar uh, in two weeks, so I'm trying to go as many times as possible now to try and push that blue belt uh, before the end of the year, um, hopefully. But what do you mean, seminar? Uh, we've got like a end of year seminar um, where we have a little presentation. um Estima is coming over to do like a lot oh, of wow. stuff. So I'm trying to put all the effort in now. To see, just the thought of getting a blue belt from him would be like a but if not, um, we'll be on to next year getting a blue belt. So, uh, but yeah, been doing a finishing Paul Moore's course next weekend, which has been really good. I'm gonna kind on of talking I because you froze a little bit. So I there just walked it. over internet. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Um, so yeah, I'm finishing Paul Mott's transformation uh, next weekend. So we're going up to Newcastle. Oh, nice. Going up to Newcastle. See, how's that been? powerful um yeah a lot of good tools with it a lot of good uh, things with it um yeah I'm not going to do alliance this year it might not yeah. doing it I just feel like the information I've had already uh, where do you take that next um I want yeah. I want to start implementing what I've learned now because yeah what I've learned in such a short period of time to try and implement that as well don't think uh, it's right so I want to digest mm-hmm. it again and hopefully go implement it better.
0: Uh, yeah, no, 100% get that. I was, to be fair, I think, had I not been in the situation I was in, I would have done exactly the same thing. Um, but, you know, been, a, been in the UK, away from Jess, had my visa cancelled, I was like, um, oh, yeah. you, your camera stopped.
1: It's all right, it's okay. It's just a bit display cool. thing. Ever, um, yeah. Have, your face. Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> Right. Um yeah,
0: wait, wait. Yeah. No worries. But yeah, had I uh, had I not um been in the situation I was in this time last year, I probably wouldn't have done alliance because yeah, Mansformation was incredible enough. Um I'm a little am not gonna lie, I'm a little bit jealous that you get to go up to Newcastle and do the meet because when I was part of Alliance and part of Mansformation, all the quarterly stuff in the the end of the 12 weeks, it was all through lockdown. So sure. it was all online, like you, you didn't get to. You didn't get it like it was incredible like he brought um he brought dr john Martinian to do a presentation and it was yeah. an incredible for not thing for an online session but
2: uh
1: yeah it would have been nice to meet up in person yeah it, it was quite um like i say I, I met went to his um show a couple of weeks ago uh mm-hmm. end of october um and that was really good uh, i'm back on the webcam now should be yeah you'll on send you. So, there you go yeah you're back the um, yeah, live, live show, unbelievable.
0: I I saw all the pictures and stuff from that, and like I'm so jealous, like not jealous, but I'm, I, I'm so mad he didn't record it because I want to see it. Like it looked and see.
1: Yeah, it was powerful, and you know it was quite nice that he brought his kids on a couple of times as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say it was a, uh, it was good, and then obviously we we ended up in the after party. Uh, oh
0: with yeah, with him. Oh, of course, all the transformation and alliance lot would have all
1: met up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, but uh, only it was only like a hundred people who was in the after party upstairs bit. Um, oh yeah, so it's like his friends and family and stuff, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we were we we kind of found ourselves lucky getting a couple of tickets, for him. um, so yeah, nice. I, was just, I was just winding Darren up really, saying that I'm better than him, <laughs> <laughs> literally what it was for the night. <laughs> Um, yeah. So it, um, I made a th- pack with him that uh, next year uh, I'll go down to London to train with him. And oh, uh, yeah. if I beat him, I go on his podcast. Yeah. If he beats me, he comes on my podcast. Oh, sick. So it's a win win well, yeah, It is a win win. Yeah. That's it. I'll get I'll get part of a traction going on his.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. But um, I, was just, I was just going back to training down with him. You know, you, you've seen where they train, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was uh, yeah. I did a podcast with uh, Modescas, who is a purple belt there as well. Uh, a few weeks yeah. ago, he's a UFC fighter, uh, and he invited yeah. me as well, so it's quite cool.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, it looks like there's some absolute animals down there. Yeah. yeah. Now that'd be really good.
1: Um, so yeah, you yeah. can't I can't go down with a white belt though, can I? Go you know in. Mean? <laughs> Say that again. I can't go down with a white belt, so I'll have to get a blue before I go down. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, when are you going down? Or when did I you say you were going to go down? I don't, there's no date oh, set. Okay. Or anything, so we'll I'm like, literally just waiting until you get your blue belt. Blue belt ticket booked. <laughs> just straight down there. Uh, yeah. uh, it, it's it, Listen, how are you getting on with yours? Are you still doing it? Are you not? Are you... No, so they're not opened up properly yet um, with all the restrictions okay. and stuff
0: over here um i'm hang, like my gear is hanging in the wardrobe and like i'm hanging to get back into it so yeah um, i've just finished reading um breathe by Rix and gracie
1: i've uh, downloaded it
0: brilliant book really really good so uh, you've downloaded the audiobook yeah yes i would be interested to hear what it's like listening to him and his accent. because so i listened to his podcast with james smith i was like could i listen to a full audiobook of of like of that
1: is Isn't it him I, reading it or is it? I don't think it is. Bear with me a second. Uh, I don't think it is him reading it. Um, I, No, it's, it's the the fellow who does it normally. Uh, no, it is. Ah, okay, cool. John, John Co- yeah, yeah. It is him. Yeah. Cool. Ah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, brilliant. brilliant.
2: Diego, I told Hickson I was visiting his academy and asked if he would spar with me.
0: It's like, <laughs> no, that's, that sounds like a Mister Robot voice or something. That sounds yeah. shit. Good luck with that,
2: mate.
0: <laughs> but no, it's an absolutely brilliant book, mate. Absolutely loved it. Is I always find it interesting to hear how like people get to the pinnacle of where they are, like where they came from and how they got there. Yeah. Um, just hearing some of his stories are just a bit unreal. Um, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it but It's a
1: brilliant book. We had a we had a seminar with um. V- Victor Estima, so Braulio's cousin or brother. I'm not sure the the, the link, um, which is a four, fourth-degree black belt. Yeah. Uh, and, like, some of the things he was teaching us, like, it's not what he was teaching us, it was how. and yeah. The measurements in like if if your shoulders on on here, let's say, and he's like, nope, it's not. It doesn't need to go there. It goes there, and it's like yeah, the yeah. difference in the perfection of it, and like wow, the difference in pressure, and just yeah, pretty- I, it,
0: yeah, it goes into that a little bit in the book and how um, that's kind of the difference between I don't know, like he kind of I'm not gonna like like he he slams on um, UFC a little bit, like he, he kind of pays MMA out a little bit. Yeah. Um. Because he is, yeah. He talks about fail to do and stuff. Um. Yeah. He's talking about kind of that element is lost where it's like that little those micro changes and the difference I can make. Um. It's it's fascinating. Like you'll love it, mate. I I can't wait
1: for you to listen to it. Um. Also, I've I've been listening to Will Smith's book recently. That's on my Christmas list. Unbelievable. Yeah. Get, Get the Audible. Get the Audible. Because uh, he, plays, so I'm, he sings and plays music, and like there's a lot to it, so I don't know. Ah, uh, could that will be so I, in a book? True, uh, maybe I'll get, but I don't mind
0: listening to an audiobook and reading it. Um, mm. I, um I don't know, I, th- I think it was when I was back in the UK and I had a call to do in lockdown when I was living with my parents. Um, I just I fell in love with reading again, so I, I just enjoyed having a book. Um, but yeah, I, I've just I, I I do both. I'll listen to a, um, an audio book before I go to bed, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll get both. I don't know if someone's got me Will Smith's book for Christmas or not, so I might have to wait for the new year for that.
1: Get on, get on Black Friday deals.
0: <laughs> like two 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 quid.
1: Yeah, it'll probably be something cheap like that. Um, but yeah, that book's just yeah. So just, what is it? Is it is it because is, is it like his life story or? It is, but it's like a a podcast book and a and song kind of thing in it as well. So he, all right, It's like he goes through it and he's like, so you all thought thought it was gonna start with being west, uh, well, I'm not sort of thing. And he, he's like he goes into uh, it right. and he goes on to talk about his career and about rapping. Um, honestly, I, yep. I think it's like a sixteen hour book. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah, a, all right. it's, it's a. Yeah, I've got nine and a half hours left. Do you know? And I've I thought I listened to it quite a lot. Do you listen to audiobooks on normal speed? Yes. Me, hey, pump it up to one and a half speed. What are you doing? Because I drive. I like, I like listening to when I'm driving. Ah, oh, okay, fair. Uh, and if, yeah. I, if it goes too quick, I'll be like, "What's it? go." Yeah, so yeah. Uh, like trying to re trying to rewind it, and then yeah, it's just a lot easier just to leave it um, at one one speed. To be fair, because I do listen to a uh, voice. There's nothing worse than people send voice notes that are longer than a minute. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That that gets tapped. This is gonna be a thirty second podcast. A uh, thirty second thing, not a podcast. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really do it too much with books, so because it just goes too quick. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get that.
0: I think because I listen to them before I go to bed. Like I want to almost get through as much as possible before I go to sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I've just listened to Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules for Life. Like I think it's the fourth time I've listened to it.
1: What do you think of that book? Because I've got it in my Audible, and I just cannot get into it. I think I do if you open
0: like if you open minded to it, it's incredible. First time I listened to it, I think I stopped about four chapters in. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like he's talking about the Bible and yeah, this, is- this sort of stuff. But I think when you, I think if you open minded to it, it's incredible. I absolutely love it. Right. I think each time I've listened to it, I've loved it a little bit more. Um, and <laughs> like. It's it, it almost feels like everything that's wrong with the world is in that book right now. Like everything in 2021, you know, cancel culture, you know, not let, you know, um, health and safety stuff, not be, letting people do be kids, all that sort of stuff. Like it's all <laughs> like literally,
1: I feel like if there was a book to solve the world's problems right now, that would be it. What do you think of him as a person? Because a lot of people, uh, don't like his views and I get why some of the things that he says and stuff but I, ha- I, I can agree with a lot of the things he says this is what i like people don't dislike
0: his views people dislike what they think his views are like yes. he's he's, like people like, perfect example have you seen that interview with him on channel four from a few years ago like he had he destroyed a news reporter's career um, if you haven't seen it I think her name was Kathy Newman or something <laughs> um, it's on YouTube. It, it went off like it, it went quite bad because um, she started getting death threats and stuff because it went so bad for it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, she, her cre- like her credibility went down. But like it was a perfect example because she was heavy, heavy feminist orientated, and she was almost putting words in his mouth because obviously his views around a lot of stuff can, can be, yeah. if you don't listen to him, can be interpreted as you know feminism is bad equal opportunity all that sort of stuff is bad and that's not what he says at all he just he kind of he just says that um men and women and there's just one example of the sort of thing he says that we just have differences and that's okay um we need to stop forcing people to ignore their differences and let people be who they want to be um but a lot of people couldn't misconstrue that as (laughs) you're, you're saying women shouldn't have the same opportunities and he's like whenever anyone says that he says that's not what i'm saying at all um I think he's absolutely brilliant. I think if anyone actually listens to what he said, it's hard. It's really hard to argue with what he's saying.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Definitely, it's it's just one of those people. I think it's it's just a symptom of 2021 and cancel culture, isn't it? Like you say, anything that can be considered remotely controversial, and you are tarnished (laughs) as a sexist, a misogynist, a bigot. So, like, like the same people have differences isn't
1: any of those things. It's just saying people have differences. I saw him. I saw uh, it him with Joe Rogan a few years ago. Mm. Uh, some of the things that he says on there, um, you, you agree? I agree with, and a lot. Like, he gets a lot of uh, slate for saying that um, men should be paid more than women. It's one of the biggest things, but it's not how what he says. It just he, he just, doesn't say uh, that at all. You no. Know, but pe- that's what people tend <laughs> it to be. But what he actually says yeah. is that, that the opportunities will come either way. But if you look at yeah. the bigger markets, there are more at the current time, there are more male males at the top of the game. Not yeah. the fact that they shouldn't be doing. And when he goes into it, I'm like, yeah, what you're saying is right. He's not saying that they shouldn't. He's just saying that's the facts of what's actually happening. I think it's one of them things. It's just a
0: classic case of, like, you don't know what you don't know on the surface. A lot of these arguments seem perfectly reasonable. It's like, how can anyone argue that, you know, women shouldn't be paid or aren't paid the same as men? And then as soon as someone who's actually done research on it and published a lot of papers, has done meta-analysis, a lot of papers, and a lot of research into demographics of who does what, it's it kind of shows you what you don't know. Yeah. And I think I think, I don't know if it's just having so much access to the internet or social media is like everyone is super super indo- indoctrinated in their own views and they're kind of unwilling to accept that they don't that we don't know certain things like I do all the time I'll be super fucking belligerent on a certain view I'm like ah, oh, there are a few things I probably should have known before I uh, before I became very cemented in that way of looking at things um yeah so it, I think if anyone hates him, like just
1: listen to him. Don't don't listen to people's opinions of him. Just yeah. listen to him. Yeah. Actually, I I quite like a lot of things he says, um, yeah. to be fair with you. Because there was an episode where his daughter went on James Smith's podcast, or he went on her podcast, and he's yeah. against a lot of her diets and the, the keto things and stuff like that. But listen to it. He kind of gives in to what she's saying, in a way um yeah as she's saying that that's what works for her with um all the stomach problems and stuff she's having um well like her i think she got
0: um juvenile rheumatoid or she got diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis when she was three years old like she was having joint replacements and stuff in her 20s yeah um and stuff like, like that that's where i think people like james smith kind of it's it's fine what he does, but that his advice he says it himself. It's not for those sorts of people. Yeah. Like like if you die is not if you're diabetic. If you are epileptic, keto will help you. Yeah, um, you know if you have arthritis, cutting down on sugar will help you. Um, so yeah, I, I I probably I need to listen to it. I'm just assuming here. I think he probably didn't give in to what she was saying, but I think he just kind of ex- probably because he's good at doing that, is just accepting when his advice is relevant and when it's not.
1: Yeah, yeah. It as it wasn't. Uh, I thought there'd be more of a kick-off between it, um, but there was a bit of a acceptance, if you like, just like, yeah, fair enough. That's, that's your view, this yeah. is mine. I'm not going to argue with you about it, but my views still stand. Yeah. Your views stand, um, to be fair. Um, you know, I think that's
0: probably one of the hardest things I've found through lockdown is is people in real life are pretty chill. Like, almost everyone you come across is pretty chill. But having no human contact with people, like people, it seems like people have kind of forgotten that people are people, and are mistaking people's social media posts for who they are. Yeah. Um, and like, obviously, marketing yourself now is almost all done through social media. And I've got mates on social media, like on Facebook and stuff. Who like, you post really annoying. It's like it's not for you. Like, I'm marketing to people who are struggling.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not telling you to get your shit together. I'm telling someone else to get their shit together so that when they're ready to get their shit together, they ask me for help. But also,
1: if you feel like this post talks to you, you fit in the fucking yeah. category.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I've, I've said, I I've fell out really bad with one person because I, I thought it was quite a close mate. I thought we could have quite open conversations. It turns out we couldn't. Um, But I was like, oh, what? You know, you turn around and say, oh, a lot of what you post really annoys me. I was like, oh, why is it why is it annoying it's like oh it just triggers me mate it's like because it was talking about you know using your kids as excuses for not taking care of yourself all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff um and it was like that that pissed me off i was like why do you use your kid as, as an excuse not to take care of yourself it's like no it's not like that and it's like okay yeah and then it just kind of escalated from there it's like i shouldn't have argued back i was like i should have done just the whole yeah fair enough yeah but i didn't and yeah we fell out <laughs> <laughs>
1: are you still doing a poor motor course I know you finished with that
0: nah with all the legal costs and stuff of getting back here like inter- I'm trying to do the calculations back to good old sterling British sterling I think all in all cost of legal costs flights quarantine etc it all came to maybe 18 grand um, and that had to be paid off pretty quickly so I was like oh, poor motor course probably has to go on the back burner for a little bit
1: wow didn't expect it to be that much. Yeah
0: mate getting to australia is all about money it is all about money like the visa itself costs just under t- uh ten thousand dollars which is probably six six grand um for yeah, that's,
1: yeah. that's forever now isn't it
0: okay like, uh... yeah so and the visa co- process itself is complicated as well so the visa i'm on it's part of the visa with jess because if i'd have gone for one my own it would have just taken a lot longer with covid and stuff they so literally just stopped letting people into the country um but because i'm a partner of an australian citizen um they kind of continued processing those ones to albeit just slowly but so my visa now um is technically permanent but they kind of check up on you i think at the two-year mark to check that you are still in a relationship right um and then the way it works is so it's kind of like a temporary permanent visa if they check up on me at the two-year mark myself together all that sort of stuff they then say, um, cool, you're on a permanent visa. You have to be on a permanent visa for between four to five years before you can apply for citizenship, which then costs another fucking arm and a leg. But then when you're a citizen, they can't kick you out. Um, right. Like you get an Australian passport, all that sort of stuff. Um, if you're a permanent resident, if you break the law, if you if they kind of decide to cancel your visa for any reason, it's like, that's what happened to me before they just said they cancel my visa and I'm like, sorry, see you later. Um, so yeah, it's the next four or five years is not that would ever realistically
2: happen again.
0: But you never know. what happened to me before. It's kind of always like, oh, you know, you could be told to leave one
1: day. <laughs> I thought you meant by Jess, there.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: I thought you. I thought you gonna. Uh, you meant Jess is gonna ask you to leave. <laughs> oh, okay. mate, I wouldn't. I couldn't blame her. <laughs> <clears throat> I was like. Is that what?
0: what? Um, nah, it's the Australian government. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll just market, ask
2: it?
0: yeah, it is. Oh. And
2: then
0: it, yeah, I, I I never really questioned it. Like because coming over here was so easy to prepare in the first place. I came over on a working holiday visa, um, and then just got a visa from there and never left. And you don't really question it. You just go through the process. But yeah, like taking a step back, it is. It's really weird. Yeah. They're going to have to go through the exact same process. Like anyone travel, like wanting to move from the UK to Europe, they're going to have to go through the same process now, though, aren't they? Or the other way around?
1: Um, not too sure. What to live or to just the holiday? No, nah, to live because now you're not in the EU. Don't, yes. don't don't people people need visas and shit. I think that there is something with it, there. But if you're a HGV yeah. driver, you're you get extended a visa or something. We get a quicker visa because uh, we're short on drivers. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what that's all about, but yeah, we had, we had a pet yeah, well, shortage apparently.
0: Yeah, well, speaking to my parents, it sounds like you guys are short on everything now. You've kicked everyone out.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know where we're going with it. Uh, it's only lasting time now before the NHS goes private, I think. Yeah.
0: It's
1: only lasting yeah. time now. Yeah but how's uh, how's work going good busy busy yeah good. Um, i say yes there was a year since i joined at the gym so it was yeah, like no yeah. you know a, bit of reflection, a, little for you. a little bit of a reflection yeah because i walked in yeah. a year ago with not a single client um yeah and i now i've just upgraded my train rise um so <laughs> we're, we're doing okay yeah. with that um, yeah nice are you back at the gym or? Nah, like,
0: well, uh so I was at the gym for a little bit before I left back to the UK. Um, but that was just because I wanted to train people in person. Like, it wasn't right. specifically It wasn't something I was trying to grow. But now, last year or so, um, it's been virtually completely online. I have what literally one client who comes to the house to train. Um, and that's because I want to PT them. Um. Is, again, it's not something I'm trying to grow. Everything else is just online.
1: And how are you finding that? Okay.
2: Yeah,
0: like fine. I think um, I find it very easy to fall into a drift when it's online. That's the thing because you don't have to be anywhere for any particular time. Yeah. Um, like, I think this is the hardest thing with running a business. I've been doing it for fucking on and off since for, for 13 years. Uh, and I still find it hard. is like prioritizing the right thing at the right time. I was talking uh, to someone so
1: yeah. in the gym, so he does a lot of online. He only does maybe a handful of uh, one-to-ones. And I said yep. to him, and he's got, nearly, I think, nearly 200 online clients. Yeah, shit. So I said to him, like, how do you do that? How like, how do you stay focused? Uh, and he said, "Yeah, I've got some kill zones. I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah. I have three or four kill zones a day where it's an hour where I put my phone away and I just do everything I need to do in in that hour, then I go back yep. to do what I want to do. Then cool. so it'll yeah. be like first thing in the morning, then after mid-afternoon, blah blah whatever. And you'll have yeah. four kill zones a day where he's like, right, bang, I'm getting everything done here. Bang, get it. And I was like, that's yeah. a really good little way of doing it, just four solid hours of it. The rest of it isn't it mean he's in the gym working out or doing playing golf yep. or whatever. Um, Yeah, but I was like that's a really good way of doing it like having that solid hour you can do a lot of work online in an hour you put your phone away you can get a lot of shit done yeah
2: definitely yeah a lot
1: of people realise that like my screen time has been horrific recently because I'm just using my phone a lot more with work Um, yeah content stuff like that I'm just using my phone some of the days I'm like fuck now it's like a 12 hour screen time
0: yeah i think that's the thing i'm finding hardest at the minute is because like i'm very anti not anti social media but i'm very aware that if i don't limit it then i spend a lot of my day wasted and mm. say like a lot of marketing and a lot of information a lot of value has to be provided through social media and a lot of the times because like, i've spent my my 13 years i've built my email list like it's literally been like for what like emails that's how i do shit and it's like kind of like that's it's not that it's outdated now but why limit yourself to just that when you can build a platform on social media. And yeah, I do, I find it so hard to manage social media time and put up enough content and enough information without, like, say, spending 12 hours a day on social media. Because I hate, I do hate it. Like, you just unintentionally seeing people's opinions and shit. It's like, it's like all I wanted to do is come in here and put up a fucking post around why someone feels so exhausted and what they need to do about it. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing people's views on, you know, extremist political views and all this. So I don't want to see that shit. Um. Yeah. Um, so I, I I find that challenging.
1: I put I put a post up the other day. Um. I duetted with the old uh, Liver King. Uh, have you seen him? What? Have you seen no. Liver King?
0: Ah, oh, is he the dude who's on like, like if he if he farted, it looks like a fucking Diana ball would fall out of his ass.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's like, they're eating like cow testicles and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I did a little duet with him the other day, which I kind of half expected some form of reply of someone. Uh, and one of his little, uh, one of his little pals commented, but thinking, telling me, "I, uh, I should delete my channel, dude, right? Uh, because he can't hear me." So I just told um, him. I just said to him, "I hope you have a wonderful weekend." Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, you're saying that's well. That's one way of dealing with criticism. Don't have, to, don't have to deal with it. Don't have to deal with you it. You don't have to deal with it because yeah, he wanted me to react to his comment.
2: Yeah,
1: hundred percent. I've ever followed so many people over the last few months as well. It's been brilliant. Yeah, I think yeah, two thousand yeah. people have followed. Fucking hell, man! <laughs> your your feed must have been full of shit. <laughs> But it was just going through, and I was like, right. I, I sat down one day, and I got a shadow ban from Instagram. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, because I, I was, it was. They thought I was an AI because I was unfollowing uh, that okay. many people at once. Um, yeah, there's a limit to following only fifty people and following fifty people a day. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, so it took me a long time just to unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've still got like eight hundred people that I follow. I'm still unfollowing yeah. every day. Like, right, you're doing a yeah. heading, off, you, off, go. Like, that's I'm why like, I set up a
0: new Instagram account.
1: Today. Like it's That's why I set
0: up a new Instagram account. It's just easier.
1: Yeah. It, it would have been easier for me just to start a new one. And I've removed followers. That's a great one as well. Oh, yeah. I just removed followers. I'm like, right, you're not bringing any value to me at all. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do my heading. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find it... First watch stories, never react to any of your posts.
0: Yeah, I, f- I find that funny with my email list because obviously now you can see like who's ready emails. Oh, I've literally got people who have been reading my emails day in, day out for f- five years. And I've got them on Facebook as well. So I can see that they've not made any changes, if anything. They're getting worse. Yeah. Like,
1: what, what, what what the fuck are you doing?
0: Like, I'm literally telling you what to do to change things. Like, yeah. if you can't do it, ask for help. Like, if you, you could have done it by yourself, you would have done it by now. It's like, uh, if people don't want help, they don't want help.
1: That's the thing. People might not just want to, yeah, I've got people as well, like, that watch everything, yeah. everything. They're watching everything, but yeah. they're confused, and they know I'm talking to them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you made one bit of content specifically for them. It's like I for know. you. You've been watching my video for three months. I've <laughs> seen your fucking breakfasts and your lunches. This is what you
1: need to change. I still know. There was a uh, one girl that I um, I used to coach, uh, and I wrote an email after she finished uh, doing one to one sessions. Like, yeah, I was talking to her in the email. Yeah. Like, I was, I went in, uh, and she yeah. replied to the email saying, "Was this about me?" <laughs> I've had that happen before. I, and I yeah. replied saying, "It was. I will go you, It was yeah. because it did yeah. not, not lying to her about it." Um, yeah. And then I sent another one. A couple of days later, I was like, I was just going to keep this one burning, um, but the other one actually wasn't quite about her. But I just replied saying, "Well, if the shoe fits and all that."
0: Yeah, and that, and that's true. It was like, whilst you might have written about her, there were probably a lot of people in the same situation as her.
2: Yeah, um, it,
0: and, I, and I think that's what you learn in it from creating content. Like, is if, if it's applicable to one person, it's probably a pic- applicable to a thousand. Yeah. Um, like I think that's the hard thing with convincing people to make a change is that they think their challenges and their problems are unique which, and it might sound quite harsh but it's like yeah it's not more, it's either a time or money or an energy problem like <laughs> or, all three. or all three yeah
1: a lot of people don't have time issue they don't have a time issue at all it's time management issue yeah and that's what a lot of people struggle with more than anything else is like that they can watch four or five episodes of netflix yeah. They can, they can, doing. Mean, they can go and have dinner out when it's needed, and go for beers and pints and drinks, and yeah, doing. Mean, they, yeah. they can, get up at six a.m. if they want going to hold it. <laughs> exactly right. Or if they were told to work some overtime to double pay. Doing, and mean, it's just like, yeah. Are you? Well, it's, you go with it? It's funny that like this is what today's
0: email is about. Actually, I've already written it, scheduled it for later, and. Um, is like people like to be dramatic around why they're not doing what they need to be doing. Like, you know, I'm a self-sabotager or or I just emotional eat. It's like, I can tell you your three reasons why you're not doing anything. Number one, you're exhausted. Like taking care of yourself takes energy. If you're exhausted, you're not going to take care of yourself. Like that's pretty obvious. So do stuff to either stop doing things, which are exhausting you or start doing things to build your energy. Like, going to bed a little bit earlier drink a little bit more like really basic shit second reason is people don't really know what they want in that um they'll say they want to lose weight but they don't really know why like losing weight is going to require you to do something difficult and if you have a choice between doing something easy or something difficult you better have a fucking reason to do the difficult thing otherwise what's the point um and the third thing is they don't know how to do what they need to do. Like they'll say, Oh, you know, I need to drop carbs. Like they've got these stories in their heads about what they need to do. I need to do interval training. I need to drop carbs. I need to do keto. I need to calorie count. Like they've got these stories in their heads about what they need to do. If you're not doing what you need to do, probably you don't know what you need to do in the first place. And and people don't like it. Like when you call these stories out and say, No, you're not a self sabotager. You're just either exhausted, don't know why you're doing what you're doing. And
1: you don't know what to do. So I had a consultation with uh, uh, a girl today. Um, oh, yeah. And within five minutes, she told me everything that she needs to do. Yeah. But she told me everything. That's, everything. that's
0: an incredible take-home from Jordan Peterson's book, is like, if you just shut up and listen, people will tell you what, what's
1: wrong with them and what they need to do to fix it. She told me everything. She told me yeah. everything that she needed to do to get to where she wanted to be. So, yeah. so I just turned around and why the fuck are we on this call then? Yeah. And she had pattern. pardon? <laughs> and she was saying she doesn't even know she wants a personal trainer, she doesn't even know she wants to go online, she doesn't even know what she's doing, she doesn't even know why she's on the phone, but this is what she needs to do to lose this and that. And I was like, why are yeah. we on this phone? What? Why? First of all, did you arrange this call? Second of all, why are yeah. we on this call? Why am I wasting my time with you if you know what, exactly what you need to do? But if you knew exactly what you needed to do, why the fuck are you not in this position? Why are you not yeah. uh, where you want to be? Um. And it was just like, people will want you to think that they know what they're doing. Yeah. So they want, yeah. they want to take the, they want to be known as the professional sort of thing sometimes. Yeah. She was telling me like, um, this is her weight now. She can't lose weight. This is her weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's she's running more than ever, she's sleeping more than ever, she's doing this more than ever. She do I was like, well, yeah. you're clearly not. I mean, there could be other factors to it. Um, and I was talking about stress levels and stuff like that. Uh, she was saying about new jobs and stuff. So I was like, There could be loads of factors, but there's clear indications that you're not doing more than ever. Yeah. you yeah, right. higher distance, but then you're not as active throughout the day you probably yeah. I mean, think that you're eating less, but you're actually eating more calories that you actually think doing. Mean, there's loads of little factors that people don't re- realize. Do you know
0: what? It absolutely fucking fascinates me. Like when people do this, if, if, if we're looking at someone else, it's super, super easy to be objective about someone else. Like you can look at someone and go, this is way good. like someone was to give me their life on paper. I could literally point it and go, that's where you're going wrong. Yeah. And it's really hard to do that about yourself. Like if, Really good question to ask. I like asking, like, to get people to tell you what they need to do. It's like, all right, if someone else was in your position, what would you get them to do? What, what advice would you offer them? Yeah. And instantly, they'll give you the solutions. And, like, people are really, really bad about being objective. We, we just struggle to be objective about ourselves because, you know, it's we don't live life on paper. But, yeah. you know, if it's sort of thing in that sort of example where someone goes, oh, but I'm sleeping really well, and what's really happening is they got one good night's sleep. They go, I take such good care of my sleep. And then got six shit night's sleep. I'm like, nah, I sleep really, really
1: well. It's like, no, you got one good night's sleep. Because <laughs> I was like, so my, the, the main three questions I ask everyone is, what's the exercise like? What's your current exercise uh, routine like? What's your sleep like? And what's your nutrition like? Firstly, yeah. uh, and then obviously I go into stress and stuff like that. But it's like nutrition, everything's perfect. I was like, okay, cool exercise yeah I, I, I cycle this distance and run this distance I I'd do homework I was like right, okay I was like oh, very active and, yeah. and then the, the sleep she's like yeah sleep I've got no stress either and I was like right then and then within five minutes she told me everything that was wrong with the situation yeah. because I just like yeah okay why am I on this call then if there's nothing wrong why, 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 yeah. why am I wasting my time and then it started yeah. going to the other side like oh I'm not this I'm not that and going on this yeah i think <laughs> so, i think it's where it's where it
0: is easier for i think pts but anyone who runs their own business because like if you're going to run your own business you need to be self-aware as to where things might be going wrong and where you need to improve yeah. like i think most people go through day-to-day life never really having to be self-aware like they go to work do their job get paid come home stick their normal routines like there's no real need to be self-aware like if, if you don't reflect on what's going well and what's not there's no nothing happens Whereas if you run in a business and you don't reflect on what's going well and what's not, you don't grow You struggle constantly and you, you constantly hit bottlenecks. And it's exactly the same thing. Like if people genuinely took the time to stop and self-reflect instead of kind of pointing the finger outwards at everything else that's wrong, they'll go, there's some pretty simple solutions out there that you can change, that you can, yeah. that you can make.
1: And this is why I've kind of enjoyed the journaling now is because yeah. I reflect daily, I reflect weekly. Uh, effectively yeah. quarterly i mean i, I say I'm, I'm obviously not doing that next year with uh paul mall but i'll definitely buy a couple of journals and keep myself like yeah. accountable for it because i've seen a, a, a massive difference in where things i said i was going to do and the things i have actually yeah. gone done um because yeah. like i've got things on my board which were this year by the end of 2020 on buy a new car uh, entered a bjj comp Get a medal in the BJJ comp, book a holiday, yeah. and get a blue belt. They're the five things. Yeah. You now, pretty much every single one of them is getting ticked off by the end of the year, hopefully. Amazing. One of, yeah. one, one of them is a little bit on my hand, but it is also in my hand as well. So, but yeah. without having that there accountable for me, like every time I'm on my desk, it's there. So it's like, I need yeah. to get done if I need to get this. Like daily emails. Yeah. I've I've been hitting them. Pretty, uh, other than last weekend, I didn't do which I was like shit bag. I should have just scheduled a couple. Um, but stuff like that, Paul Monk taught me. Like, if you if you're not going to do it daily, then don't fucking bother.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, well, yeah, we're relevant things like daily emails, then yeah, that's the point. But it's
1: the sort of thing like it's not always real. But yeah, 100 get what you say so. it, It's more the uh, fact of if you are saying you're going to do it, do it is what yeah. I mean because. For for me, spending 10 minutes, quarter of an hour, doing an email each day is, like, I could do I could do that or I can call my phone for quarter of an hour.
0: Yeah, that's it. Which is gonna That's to it. Or hit snooze, which is going to make you feel like shit for the rest of the day. You could just get yeah. out 15 minutes earlier and write your email. Do
1: you know what? I've been really good with my snooze. Really, like, I used to be bad for it and I'm very open and honest about it. I used to be shit. But yeah. recently, I reckon... The, like this year, this year, definitely uh, a difference in getting up. Mate, every, any, yeah. hour, any hour of the day, I'm like, I'm up first time, and the like, yeah. difference in the like, I, I always set up the night before as well. So before I go to sleep, I know everything. like all my bags ready to go, so I just grab it and go to the gym. So worst yeah. thing scenario, if I did sleep in, everything's just ready. Um, Tell you what
0: the, the i used to be when i first got back I, I blamed it on the jet lag but it fucking wasn't i just didn't create a new routine um like the best wake-up tool i've ever used is setting my alarm for an hour before jess is going to get up because i am fucking petrified of the shit i'll get when she wakes up if i hit snooze when my alarm's now before her. so now i'm like i will literally like shit 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 turn snooze i fucking get up um like start start off with stress level Start the day off with stress levels like sky high because i'm afraid i'm gonna die but yeah like is is it like if you if you create a situation where it's not an option to do the thing you're trying to put off or does that make sense where it's not an option to put something off sorry wait you know if you create a situation where it's not an option to put something off then you're not going to put it off and that's the thing is like but just so i don't so we don't move on from German. The other thing that I've loved about Germany, because I have got, I went for a little while without doing it. I fucking love reviewing your day because when shit doesn't go to plan or when, you know, th- there's always a reason. If you feel like shit, there's a reason you feel like shit. If you don't get results, there's a reason you don't get results. But universe isn't working against you. Nobody else is making your life more difficult than it needs to be. Everyone else is just out there living their life. And, being prepared to reflect on why things went well and why they didn't. Like yesterday I had a pretty shitty day and it kind of just started in the morning, spread through the rest of the day. reason was I didn't wake up and do breath work. I went on social media and I responded to some comments we escalated <laughs> into arguments. Like that's why I had a shit day because throughout the rest of the day, I constantly had that voice in my head. I was like, ah, oh, fucking have they responded now? Or, oh, I should have said this. Like, you know, when you have an argument, you're like, ah, oh, that's what I should have said. Like, that's in the, in the back of your mind. And I think people don't, I think just, I know that I say people like all of us, like we oversimplify or we don't give enough credence or give enough weight to very simple things and the impact they have. Like I had, I found one client this week and I was like, you're, she's a business owner. I was like, you're getting five hours of sleep at night. You're not drinking any water. Like I'll, I'll ask her how much water she's drinking. It was less than 500 mils a day. And she wasn't eating any fruit or veggies. I was like, they're your three things this week. Like they are what we need to get you started. And we jumped on her onboarding call and she was like, is this really enough for me to start making changes? I was like, don't <laughs> overlook the simple things. If you feel like shit, you're going to take shit action. If you feel exhausted, you're going to eat shit food. If you, you, know, and, and lo and behold, she's feeling incredible within a few days. Um, just the smallest changes. Yeah. yeah. People think they've got to make these big changes, drop carbs, brand new <laughs> gym program accountability accountability partners like that's just, just take better care of yourself
1: make yourself feel a little bit better and you'll do better do you know what it, you could give someone the best workout you can give someone the best nutrition plan in the world you can help them go to sleep you can do whatever you can even cook their food for them right but ultimately they still need to put the work in yeah i mean to be fair <laughs> like you've just taken a lot of the work off the plate <laughs> I kind of read up halfway half through that I took they off of up <laughs> well, yeah
0: but but that's it and and, and this is the sort of thing is like people just get very stuck in their views of how they do things it's like oh I, I can't meal prep it's like but that's because their view of meal prep is like steamed veggies and chicken it's like yeah. get a slow cooker make yourself a really fucking nice slow cooked chili a slow cooked curry where you know what's in it and you have it across two days and then you've got two days worth of food well, two main meals worth of food and then you slow cook again. You literally bang the ingredients in, walk away for six hours and your food's there. <laughs> but like, I, and I think people have these ideas. I don't, I've always blamed the fitness industry. I don't think it entirely came from the fitness industry. Maybe it's because like back in the early 2000s, late 90s, it was all bodybuilding magazines. And stuff. Yeah. So like, nobody's telling you to eat steamed chicken and veggies and shit. Where,
1: why are you telling yourself you need to do that? I do think that there's some personal trainers that still do it. Record, it, yeah, it's because what they know. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not gonna drop names and shit on people. Mate, yet. do it, it's fucking controversy. It's nearly the nah, end year. Let's go into the year with I I, 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 I know, I, I was on a call with a girl a couple months ago, uh, and she's eaten the same thing for the last two years because that's what her PT's told her to do, because that's what a PT does herself. Um, and yeah. I disagree with it strongly. Um, yeah. Because now she's got a really bad uh, relationship with food. Yeah, she's scared that if she eats X, Y, and Z, that she'll be fat in the morning. Uh, this, that, yeah. and to try and break that yeah. down is quite. Uh, uh it's, it's an emotional barrier. Then it's no longer a yeah, personal yeah. trainer job. It's, it becomes a therapist job. Then. Yeah, uh, and she, <laughs> literally, and yeah. You know, it is, and it's it's quite sad, and I, I feel like. A lot, of, a lot more of this has happened recently um, and I think there's too much information out there in a way uh, yeah. too much information being spread by people who haven't got a fucking clue yeah Um, like, and like if, if you don't if you don't learn
0: about it like I I was trying to work figure out like if I hadn't spent the last 15 years caring about my health like what would I do if I had to start taking care of, like if I was you know 180 kilos now like that's a pretty extreme example if I was 180 kilos and I had absolutely no idea what to do, where would I turn, it would be really hard because there is so much information and it's it's hard because there's an element of truth truth to a lot of things like yeah. you've got people who say like calorie counting is all you need to do but that does need to be balanced with you can't get 2,000 calories worth of sugar in a day and that be a diet because you'll feel like shit and if you feel like shit. You're then gonna have three thousand calories worth of sugar tomorrow just to get, make it through the day. So I get what why people would struggle, and it's it's yeah, I, I, it, it's funny. It's like all the information out there is available. Like you, can, there's nothing stopping anyone going and learning what you know what we've learned. Like anyone in the world can do it. There's no barrier there, but it's almost like the more information that is available for free now on social media, by the way, as well, like you can go on social media and find a million different things to do for your health. It's almost like the more information there is, the more you actually need to pay someone to guide you. Yeah. Cause how do you sift through the shit? Yeah. Like, how do you know who to pay attention to? Cause there are some fucked up people who have a big following and people's number one metric is they have a big following. They must know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really, really hard. Like I feel for people, but,
1: if you want to, it sounds pretty direct, but if you want to change something, pay someone to help you change it. Yeah. And that's why I said to the, to the girl on the call today, she was like, oh, I know exactly what I need to do. And it's, there's two choices here. You do what you do. You still do what you do. Three months down the line, you're going to be in the same fucking place. Because if you knew yeah. exactly what to do, you'd have done it by now. Yeah. Or yeah, literally, you can put a small investment into A, yourself, and B, into me. Yeah. To get you there in in the in the same amount of time, well, in a quick amount of time, but also further yeah. along the lines where you would be as well. Um, yeah. And it was just like a, I was like, well, it's 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 like driving a car to somewhere. Way you know roughly where it is, but you don't quite know the direction. Yeah, and then you just switch, switch a sat nav, and it just takes you there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: hundred uh, percent. 100%. Um, I had something of mind I want to say I've got completely blank, but it, it does amaze me like how unwilling people are. Like, oh I don't know why it is. Like,
1: people spend so much money on stupid shit. Not even, well, yes, yeah, stuff There's that, that keeps them where they yeah. are. People have got yeah. thousand quid phones in their hand on the calls with me saying <laughs> they've not got money to fucking invest. Yeah. Stop lying. Yeah. <laughs> You're full of shit. Get out every weekend. And like, and, and
0: this is what I don't get is like, i try to work out why it is like, why like, are they scared they can't do it? Are they scared they won't get results? Like, are they, I don't know why people do it. Cause for me, I'm, I think this is where there's this, like for me, since I was fucking 14 years old, rehabbing my own rugby injuries, like I got that realization. You experience all of life through this body. If it's not working properly, life is going to be pretty fucking painful. Like if you struggle to get changed in the morning, like you can't find something to wear without going, oh my God, I hate how I look. If you are in physical pain because your ankles and your knees hurt from walking around, if you are just constantly exhausted, like life is shit. Like it's really fucking hard. Whereas if you start taking care of this and you start to improve how you look, you improve your confidence, you don't need to second guess what you wear in the morning. You've got some energy to play with kids. Like life gets a lot fucking better. And
1: I don't understand why people are so resistant to spending money on themselves because people or, will either take action to inspiration or desperation. Yeah. That's the only yeah. two reasons people will take action. Um, it's either a doctor telling them, listen, it's now or never. Or you yeah. can see someone else do it and go, I want to do that. That's the only yeah. two reasons why people will take full action and make a change. Um, yeah. And that's why I've kind of changed my message a little bit from just weight loss because i'm yeah. getting people talking about how even though majority are weight loss goals yes, yeah. the amount of people that come to me now saying that their mental health is so much better yeah the confidence level is so much higher yeah. everything is just so much like uh, one one person I've had is, since I've worked with him is not really had an anxiety attack. Yeah. Um, helped his depression because he's in the gym. It's, I mean, everything around it as well is just a lot better. And um, don't get me wrong, I, I do drop a few uh, Paul Mort quotes every now and again here and there yeah. when they do talk about anxiety and depression and stuff. I'm like, what did Paul yeah. say last week about that? Looking. Yeah. Um, the, my easiest way to sum that up is. Your psychology will
0: follow your physiology every single time. Yes. If your body is working shit, your mind's going to work shit too. Yeah, I
1: agree. I agree with you there. And I'd say the the next six weeks, it's going to be a massive step back for some people. Yeah. They're going Yeah. I I don't know what, someone sent me a call today. Um, I'm assuming
0: you mean working towards Christmas, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, some people are going to think, right, I'll start in January. They're going to be. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people are going to be a stone heavy but into January. That's not and- what it talks about. And it's not just the, the weight wise, it's they're going to be further away from where they want to be, like massively further away. And this is the thing is like when we're thinking about something, especially in terms of
0: time, like we underplay how long that amount of time is. Can you yeah. remember what you were doing six weeks ago? I can tell you because I've got a journal here. Yeah, <laughs> but if, if you are just to try and remember what you were doing six weeks ago, like what were you doing six weeks ago today? It feels like a lifetime ago. Like six weeks is a long time to give up on for the sake of a week.
1: Yeah, and it's not just that. It, let me see if I can get it up. I'm pretty sure it was Charlotte sent it to me, actually. Um, there we go. It was, so it was about yesterday. So today's November 23rd. They're 39 days until January the 1st. If you eat three meals a day, that's 117 meals. Christmas Eve, New Year's Day, parties, let's say five days, a total of 10 festive meals. Are you really going to wait until January the 1st to start your uh, new health journey because of 10 meals of 117? Yeah. I'll that's a point. really good growth.
0: Yeah. I think anything that puts thing actually puts things into perspective because we're really bad at doing that we can't do yeah. that when we just think things out it makes a massive massive difference um yeah oh i'll just remember going back there was something i forgot about i can't even remember what we're talking about um i think was one i'm talking about structuring a day but anyway like i must admit i'm um, starting to consider going down what i would consider more or what i would have previously considered more of a hippy dippy route when it comes to health like i said oh maybe it was when you talked about moving away from just weight loss because um or
2: like i you know
1: So, so you mentioned um, I lost you where you said uh, you're gonna go down the roots of
0: uh, the hippies, sort of. Uh, yeah. So, so like I would not hippie in the sense like now I don't think it's hippie dippy chick, But I was kind of thinking like a lot over the last twelve months. One of the main things I've helped people with, uh, or two of the main things I've helped people with, polycystic ovary syndrome and um, hypothyroidism, and it because it, it kind of goes beyond just weight loss at that point because they've got challenges to deal with. Um, that are causing them to be out of shape and struggle to take care of their health. But the reason kind of my mom, it's the sort of thing that's like, until you know that you don't know something, why would you do anything different? So I went to a naturopath the other day cause, and she has a really good reputation. A lot of people have, have told me how good she is. I was like, yeah, well, well, whatever it so is. It's kind of like psychics and mediums, right? You say a lot of, you say enough random shit that could be applicable and then people go, Oh my God, that's me. Yeah. yeah. But, it was on like it was insane like it was crazy like and all, all she did so she's got a real dark room and it is a little hippy dippy room like she's got crystals and shit everywhere and um <laughs> i walk in really dimly lit room she's like i think she's 70 years old and jess went jess went because she's having some digestive issues um and she yeah she, she started to fix those for her but i went in all she did was have quick conversation gave her no information about my history no information about my health or anything <laughs> she got a fucking eye I don't even know what it's called and I just got I just go for something where you look into someone's eye um all she did was shine this light in my eye take a look at my eye and she goes have you have you got a bit of back pain I was like I was like I'm 30 now that's that's just something that's just something um, you know every, everyone over 30 has got a bit of back pain I was like yeah, what <laughs> and I have like I've, I've I've had a bulging disc since I was 16 um and it's been playing out the last few weeks. She's like, have you got, you got a bit of back pain? I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Um, Yeah, you can see something's not quite right around your pelvic tilt. I was like, that's fucking weird. I was like, could have been anything. All right, carry on. She carried on looking around. And she's like, all right, just moving on. And she goes, are you struggling with fatigue a little bit at the minute? Um, And I was like, again, I'm over 30 now. Come on, 2021. Everyone's, everyone's fucking tired. This isn't a big deal. And, and she was like, yeah, you know, i hope you don't mind me saying but is it affecting your libido a little bit i was like fuck like i'm getting to the end of the day and i'm exhausted i just want to go to sleep and i was like yeah that's a little bit personal could still just be anything like that's anything yeah. 30 year old living in 2021 and she goes on looking around She looks in my eye and she goes look this is really really personal now but are your stools especially in the morning because in shit is it slightly looser than it should be like quite you know not diarrhea but quite watery, like irritable bowel syndrome type thing i was like what the fuck all right at this point that's not that's not 2021 that is like how can you tell that look in my eye um I was like I, and, and we we're kind of talking I was like look I've got to ask like how do you tell these things like how how can you look in my eye and know that I have the shits most mornings I don't get it and she's like look our body isn't like it's it's this insane network of things like you can our, our eyes change day to day and it's one of the you know it's, it's one of the hippy-diffy wise people have said it's the gateway to the soul but your eye is kind of the gateway to how your body's working and it's, yeah. it makes sense right like you've got bags under your eyes to tell someone's not slept but like it's the sort of thing and and our bodies are so complicated like it just it goes beyond calories in versus calories out it does yeah. like one of the things kind of with hypothyroidism like i'll look at is um you know one of the reasons people struggle with weight gain with hypo, hy- hypothyroidism is because their motility slows down so food moves through their digestive tract slower and 90% of calorie absorption happens through um through our small intestine so if things are sitting in your small intestine for longer you are going to absorb more calories from that food than someone who has let's say the other end of the scale hyperthyroidism uh, where it just literally passes straight through there are just so many things when it comes to our health like yes on a basic level you just need to take better care of yourself but if there is something like a bacterial overgrowth if there is something like that is, is manifested because you've not taken care of yourself for a long time if your body's not working properly that's going to show up somewhere so that's what i've started kind of looking at a little bit more rather than like you said just weight loss because ev- no, no one wants to put on weight like no one decides that they're going to feel like shit and put on weight um so like more i, I don't know like spe- if specialized word is kind of getting down to certain routes as to why people are struggling and fixing those things and it's funny like as soon as you fix these things or at least start to manage them better people get in better shape and whether it's because they feel better so they start taking better action or it's because there was a genuine problem there that's you know was causing them to put on weight because you can't argue that people with hypothyroidism don't put on weight easier than someone else um so yeah i I, I think going into the new year
1: that's what i'm going to be focusing on is is fixing a few specific issues because it's insane are you waiting till new year to make a change why are you not making it because <laughs> like,
0: basically the, the way I've, uh, I've structured it in my mind like i always spend an hour a day learning something uh, i've done it for as long as i can so but i've always done it as more of a hobby as a hobby than anything else but now i'm just doing spending an hour to 90 minutes a day learning something specific so i don't feel qualified right now to offer a lot of advice i feel like general general stuff I can talk about but I don't feel qualified enough to go you have hypothyroidism and this is what you need to change in your diet, in your lifestyle etc etc
1: so yeah how are you getting on with uh, learning more about sleep (laughs) because that's one one, uh, part of your thing where you are especially mate sleep I don't understand why people aren't fascinated by sleep I feel
0: like a fucking nerd sometimes like
1: like is it Matthew Hague
0: that's got the book, Why Do We Sleep? Uh, Matthew Walker. Matthew Walker. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely fucking... It. Sleep is fascinating. And I, sort of think, again, I don't get why people don't question. Like, you go to bed at night, you're unconscious for X amount of time, and then you wake up, and you feel completely different. Your body's working completely different. Like, no one questions what happens in that eight hours. <laughs> and, like, why is no one interested by that? Like, I, I, yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny, because, like... It's a perfect example of what I was just talking about. Like, Let's say out of 100 people I've worked with this year, I don't want to put an insane percentage on it. I should probably fucking track this, but I would say at least, it's probably not going to sound like much now, at least five, all I've told them to do is take better care of their sleep quality and their sleep quantity. And they have gotten they to reverse their fucking diabetes. I've had two people reverse diabetes by taking better care of their sleep um, or at least lower their insulin dose and their metformin dose um and that wasn't me telling them to do that they went to doctors doctor and the doctor went yeah there's less need for it um you know i've had people get rid of like we were talking about earlier get rid of depression get rid of anxiety like actually say they feel good yeah just by taking back care of sleep. and i, I don't yeah it's, it's just one of those things like we overlook the really simple shit when it's all <laughs> all these big things are just made up
1: a lot of really small bits of simple shit yeah i've been reading a book trigger's uh, about emotional connections and emotional triggers in people um oh, yeah. why people react in a certain way um yeah it, it's fascinating and as you you mentioned it about my um anxiety depression and stuff like that and how it builds up um yeah. it's, it's quite fascinating to why people uh, eat why people look for the comfort of eating because yeah. people say that it's emotional eating it's also happy and sad it's not just yeah. in a negative way so mean, um, like oh someone's graduated let's go and have a meal let's celebrate with a meal yeah. someone's birthday let's go for a meal or oh, it's it's a funeral we'll go for a a, a food after it, it doesn't matter it's always rewarded and it's always the same feeling of a, a food um, it's a it's a cultural thing like yeah. if you spend time with people you eat yeah yeah
0: yeah I mean,
1: what's what's have the. You, um,
0: Go
2: on. I was just saying, have you read or listened to Sapiens? Yeah. i not unbelievable. I've not opened it. Mate, you've got that
0: you're never gonna fucking read that. Uh, get the audiobook. Fuck off the actual copy. Get the audiobook. Okay. Two two speed two times speed. Two times. I think that is one of the books I, I, that's really easy to listen to on one and a half times speed because um, the dude's voice is so slow and so soothing.
1: Okay. At one and a half times speed, it kind of sounds normal. Cool. Um, so what's, what's the rest of the year look like for you then?
2: Uh,
0: I need to plan things out for the rest of the year because I don't want to use an excuse and like, but I don't know what I'll be able to do by Christmas. Like, you know, with with things, you know, we could go into another lockdown, cases going up here, deaths are going up. Um, Yeah, I I don't, because one of the things that kind of really got to me was I did the whole thing of kind of setting my court the outcomes before. Yeah. um, And not being able to, like, I had, I'll do 20 BJJ sessions because that would have got me to, I think, my third stripe on my white belt. Right. Or second stripe on my white belt um and all of a sudden like that gets taken away like you can't do that anymore yeah. so it's like it's almost like i don't want to i'm it, it's quite hard to to set targets and goals around completely insular things around things that i can purely control because
1: yeah like but, uh, yeah I, truth is i don't know <laughs> i don't know and i understand what you mean because obviously if you you can't really plan it unless you really know. Um, but you, when, when will you be back in the UK and you won't be now for a few years? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like the good
0: thing. So Jess got, um, got a really good promotion a couple of, uh, a few months ago. Now, she's been in that, in that, so we don't really want to go anywhere or do anything like we don't want to have, you know, we're kind of delaying having kids, um, until she's settled into the role. She doesn't want to be one of those people who kind of starts a new role and they would be like, oh, I'm on maternity leave. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're kind of putting stuff off, like big stuff for a few months until she's at least settled into the role. In terms of coming back to the UK, like, I don't know, f- for me, selfishly, like I work remotely, so I don't need to take time off work. So um, it's a case of kind of when, when she would be able to for work. But I think having come back, kind of realise it's not actually that difficult to do. You can be anywhere in 24 hours. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think, yeah, maybe, maybe you come back again, depends. And this is the sort of thing, like, I don't want to plan around because at the minute you have to request permission to leave Australia. Yeah. Um, well, I, think so so sorry, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the things I don't don't want to plan around it, but um, my parents would be able to come across here weirdly though. So I'm trying to convince them to take a holiday over here next year. Um, They've been here before, but they are not my guests or anything, so it'd be nice for them to meet Um, So, yeah, it's it's, it's it's hard to kind of plan. I think I'll reset in the new year. Um, we'll have a discussion. Jess and me will have a discussion about what we want to do family-wise, all that sort of stuff, holiday-wise. Then we'll kind of take it from there. But otherwise, it's literally just kind of prioritising the process of taking care of your body, taking care of your business, yeah. um, and making sure you're doing those things. But, yeah, how about you? Because... I guess it's kind of similar for you, like seeing a
1: lot of Europe kind of go back into lockdown. But yeah, um, it's just what I'm now. Just see out there. And yeah, start again next year. Um, Yeah. Probably take on two face to face clients at max extra. Yeah. That'll take me up to about 26 hours in the gym. Um, Yeah. But like I said, I'm being very picky. Um, It works around me. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Uh, I do three to four BJJs a week now. Nice. During, I don't do weekends. Someone asked me, <laughs> you, you laugh at this one. So someone asked me, would I work? Do I do, uh, I was on a consultation. And it's like, when when are you free? And then I call, Saturday. And I was like, ain't fucking happening.
2: Yeah.
1: And I, and I said, listen, uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't work Saturdays. Uh, what about Saturday morning? Yeah. Yeah, I still don't work Saturdays. And he's like, Yeah, why, why don't you work Saturday? I was like, Do you work Saturdays? He went, no. Mm. no. Do you work Sundays? He went, no. Went, Neither do I. Right. And yeah. was like, Well, can you do just one session on a Saturday? And I was like, yeah. Right. No. He's, he's getting a bit ahead of himself here. And I was like, Right. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to try and bluff him. I went, I'll do it. Do you know what? I'll do it for you. You went, Oh, cool. Will you? Yeah. And went, yeah, 100 pound a session. Yeah, yeah. And he went, you are? I went, 100 pound session. He goes, but that's not your normal price. And that's my price for the Saturday.
2: Yeah.
1: And he was like, but what if I wanted to do two sessions? And I went, if the next session's on a Sunday, it's an extra 150 quid a session. Yeah. That's what it's going to take to get me out on a Saturday to ruin my current routine. And he's like, but I think that's absurd. And I'll see you on Friday then, shall I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I I could do Thursday morning at six o'clock. I
0: was like, see you in the morning. I was like, come on. Yeah, nah, I I 100% agree with that. And I think that's the thing. Is like, obviously, now you've hit that year mark. Like, I remember when I first started PT and it was 100% like that all the time. It's like, you're just constantly trying to fit your life around other people. And it's it's not sustainable. Like, even, even what three years ago, just before I met Jess, in fact, the, the reason I left PT completely was because I was starting work okay, fucking 5am in the morning, working probably through till 11am. Um, and then starting again at maybe 3.30pm, working through to, to 9, 10pm. And like, A, I was exhausted all the time. And B, um, I didn't get to spend any time with Jess or anyone who wasn't a PT. You know, yeah. everyone else, you know, all your social hours are eating up. It's like, if you, set, and if you set that expectation with people as well, that that's what you'll do for them, they get really upset when you take it away from them. They're just like, nah, you're not my priority,
1: unfortunately, for you. Um, <laughs> and that's what I found is like my my rota now is it goes around me in a way. And I know it sounds really yeah. selfish, but it, it works. Like if I'm in the, I, I won't go to do one session in the gym. If I go, I'm there yeah. for three or four sessions, um, but I won't do any more than three or four back to back. Because by the fifth, yeah. then I've got not knock out the energy. They've not got the energy. It's not it's not fair yes. on them uh, either. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just a bit, like, a bit selfish in it. Um, but I'm just trying to push people push more online as well.
0: It's not selfish, though, is it? Like, if you can't show up at your best, then why are people
1: paying you in the first place? Yeah. No, no, it's definitely that. And it's just, it also works. I mean, I, I don't work any later than half seven at night. Yeah that's another rule it's like oh, yeah, I know nice. I've, I've worked late nights and been a chef mate I, I don't want to do it Yeah, it's a reason I couldn't yeah. stop there um, yeah and it's, it's that old
0: saying isn't it like you can't work to live you've got to, oh sorry you can't live to work you've got to work to live
1: yeah and it's been quite nice not being a part of the chef thing for Christmas to be honest yeah. because last year I was still
0: oh is this your first
1: fuck I bet since I was... I I've worked pretty much every Christmas since I was thirteen. Yeah. Um. Last year I got it off, but I had to go back in in between and all this. So, um, mate, you're not going to know what to do with yourself. So oh. much time for activities. Well, well, this is the thing. I'm I'm going to carry on doing sessions in between New, Christmas and New Year if I'm at home. Yeah. If people want to have sessions, they can. If not, then that's up to them. The options there. It's not like me saying no. People can be off work, so. I can bang six, six, six sessions in, six or 12. Um, yeah. And then enjoy the rest of the day. That's what my plan is. Um, yeah. Because I don't really drink much anyway, so that doesn't bother yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Even on Christmas Day, I probably will drink silly. Yeah.
2: I,
0: I don't know. I'm trying to remember if last Christmas when I was at home, if I had some, something to drink. I think I had a glass of wine, but that was it. Or Maybe I had a beer with my dad as well. I can't remember. But if you end up listening to um, 12 Rules for Life, you will, if you kind of let yourself listen to it and, and try not to get too involved in the fact that it's a fucking, it, he refers to the Bible a lot in it, you get a pretty good set of rules to live by. Um, in fact, I think I've got mine open now. Like, if you literally live by these rules,
2: let's see if I can open them up, um,
0: like, life gets a lot better. So,
1: do you know what his 12 rules are? Uh, I, have, I have seen it, but I, was, I have not listened to all of it, so cool so i'll just split screen here
0: so first one is really hard one um sorry really really hard one to argue with is tell the truth or at least don't lie um which is fucking obvious right just tell the truth but when he goes into it in the book like what he's saying is um it's not so much lying to other people a lot of the time we lie to ourselves like we say stuff because we think it's the right thing to say not because it's the truth
2: Yeah, Um, yeah
0: So that's the first one. Really good rule um, to live by, and when you kind of go into it, is is brilliant. Uh, second rule is um, I can't, I, I've rephrased it so it resonates better with me. But clean up your own mess before you try to clean the mess around you. Yeah, uh, like that's I think that's the biggest take for me. It's like a lot of people will offer an opinion on the world around them and what's going wrong without them uh, going on around them, and they won't clean up their own shit. They yeah. won't clean up the way they think. They won't clean up the way they act. Um, but they'll offer an opinion on on the world around. Them. Life gets a lot easier when you just focus on cleaning up your own shit.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Third one is stand up straight with your shoulders back. That's talking a lot about biochemistry and the psychology of posture and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Obviously well, obviously on my chair. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like it is insane. Like I was I was, I was listening to I listen to it as um, I'm walking the boys. I'm just it was real practical example. of Literally, I think he says like. step. Change it now for 30 seconds. You feel infinitely different if you literally just kind of straighten up shoulders back for 30 seconds. You breathe different, you walk different, you feel different. Like it's unbelievable. But anyway, um, it's a really good chapter. I'm just gonna go through everyone and be like, really good chapter, really good chapter, really good chapter. Um next one was treat yourself like you're someone you're responsible for helping. Um and what the way he talks about that is it's like a lot of people treat their dogs better than they treat themselves. Like, you know, they'll walk their dogs. But, and give them, you know, make sure that the dogs don't overeat, but they won't do it for themselves. So treat yourself like you're someone responsible. Treat yourself like you're someone that you're responsible for helping. Befriend people who genuinely want the best for you. Um, trying to work out if like did who was it that said it? Someone who came in in transformation when I was doing it did a did like a coaching session for for us. I think it was Jeff Thompson. came in but anyway oh no it was was jeff thompson's podcast actually with with paul moore it's like it's really funny like if you stop drinking you'll lose 95 percent of your social circle and if you stop talking like gossiping and if you stop gossiping about people you'll lose the other five percent so like if you surround yourself with people who genuinely want you and themselves to move forward in life um life gets a lot easier um really fucking good chapter and each of these chapters like has Probably three hours of context behind it as well. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. Um, compare yourself to who, who you were yesterday, not the useless person you are today, because we judge ourselves by what we are or aren't doing today rather than kind of where we were last <laughs> week or last month. Mm-hmm. But another really good thing about journaling because you can literally compare yourself to the shit you were doing last month, yeah, and have it on paper so you can see where you're improving. Whereas if you just kind of go and say today, you're just gonna feel useless because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's all you tell yourself. Uh, Next one, oh, see, see these is, is where you need the context of the book. Like fucking, I don't have kids, but I love this chapter. Uh, don't let your kids do anything that makes you dislike them, and it's talking about discipline and how a lack of physical discipline makes kids grow up to be shit. Like a lot of the people we we have in the world today is because they didn't have any discipline. Yeah. Um, that's a fucking. I like. It's, I don't know. I reckon that 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 might trigger parents, but I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. But um, yeah, you know, I got I got slapped a little bit as a kid, and I think it did me good. Like it, and I know where my boundaries are now. What's good and what's not. Um, really good chapter. But man, th- just these rules for life you can't argue with them. Yeah. Like if you just I'm, literally, I read these two stuff every yeah, morning.
1: I say I've got lots book books to do, but I say I'm driving up to Newcastle next Thursday. So that's a three-hour journey there and back, three, four hours. So I'll definitely listen to a full book there and back of some form. So if it's that or the Rickson Gracie or something, I'll definitely be listening. And even like when I'm in the hotel, I'll just stick an audible on. Um, I think I'm I'm also going to be recording a podcast when I'm up there as well. So um, I'm going to try and get um, Paul to record one on the Friday if he can. It's see, like, does he have a podcast studio now? Because I've seen a few of his videos, and it that's looks like he's house. got a proper studio. That's his in his house. That's yeah. his house. Yeah, if oh, if yeah. I'm right, okay. Don't quote me on this, but if I'm right, that's the office. Okay, I think it's the office okay. or the house where he's done a room where it's padded. Yeah, uh, because he was on a, um, a one of the transformation lives, and he was like, yeah. "It's going into the house." I'm pretty sure he's said into the house. And he put, put his phone in his mouth and he opened the key, went in and he went into that room. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a That'd be good. nice little studio. But I've, as I say, I've spoken before about podcasting and stuff like that. But he was waiting for Matt to get better and everything like that. So um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a good one. I'll tell you what getting late over here you're, you're, you're yeah just, i was gonna that, say that, man, that wrecks my head you know starting the day yeah yeah
0: literally i need to get myself moving i'm an hour late for my workout now so i need to go and do that do some mobility and uh, yeah crack on with the day whilst you're tucked up in bed
1: yeah i'll say it's 10 o'clock now i'll be definitely i'll be sleeping in the next half hour
0: yeah go get
1: you go get your eight hours mate well i'm um, um, i'll be in the gym for six
0: fuck that <laughs> I'd be cancelling clients
1: like fuck you it works around me I'm not getting my eight hours I'll see you later on this evening to be fair, to be fair I've only got five in tomorrow three in the morning then I put your two for three hours well two hours yeah, nice. I, I say three because then no client's gonna in, come in an hour earlier to get, my, get me off on lunch break uh, And then I've got two in the evening which is not bad at all but then, oh. on, then on Friday I've got six back to back six till twelve and then I'm done Oh, nice. God, I was trying to work that out. Cause, yeah, because I'm trying... It does fuck... It's
0: when I start working a day in advance, like the time difference starts fucking with me. But yeah, yeah. oh, nice.
1: That's really good. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I'll probably catch up with you again very soon. Um, yeah. Nice to see you as well. It's been too long. Yeah. And I'll say we've got loads of topics we can definitely delve a bit deeper into. A couple of topics I want to get deeper into, uh, and I'll probably ask you to do a little... Uh, Little webinar for some of my clients is that piece PCOS for sure, man. Yeah, loved it. I don't know, no one's really spoke too much about it, but I know there's what before I go any further. Um, how much do you know about menopause and all that? Then quite a lot,
0: quite a lot. The hard thing is like with menopause, it doesn't matter how much you know, the answer doesn't change from it, it's really shit <laughs> uh, yeah. it makes life a lot harder um Yeah, I think it depends on the person. My advice for most people going through menopause is you're going to struggle for maybe 12 to 18 months with everything like from sleep to mood to like weight fluctuations. Um, if you can go to the doctor and get um, HRT, hormone HRT replacement yeah. therapy, but that I don't know if that just kind of delays the problem. Like it's just kind of you delay it for 12 months whilst you're on HRT. Um, and then it hits you, or you can kind of be on HRT whilst you go through the menopause. Um, unfortunately, it's a bit shit. It is a bit shit.
1: Um, because that's something yeah, I back just... your head about. I might okay. be, uh, genuine, just do a, a podcast about uh, PCOS and the menopause, to be fair, because it's something I want to know more about. Um, and yeah. I think that there's not enough information. There is, but there's not enough of the right information out there. So I would want yeah. that incredible source. <laughs> Mate, I would, I would love that. Cause it's the sort of thing, like
0: I've got Facebook ads running for it at the minute. Um, and yeah, it's like, just, it's one of them things like seeing the comments where there's no, so many people say there's no support cause it is shit. It's like where women are told, um, go on, go on pill repla- uh, hormone replacement pill, um, go on contraceptive pill, lose weight. And then that's the only support they're offered. And it's not, is it's shit advice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'd love to I'd
1: love to be able to do that, man. Super, superb. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Um and thank you very no much, worries, And I honestly forgot that I was recording. <laughs> <laughs> too, fucking, I, since you pressed go again, I completely forgot we were recording. Completely forgot until I saw I moved my mouse and I was like, still recording? Shit, I forgot that. Um but yeah, thank you very much. Maybe for- maybe don't even put this up as a podcast, mate. It's a bit of a ramble, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna stick it up and say I'll um have a look at the first couple of bits where it's a bit jumpy. Um, trying to, edit yeah. to if, if needed, um, I'll have a look. But, yeah,
0: if you, if you if you want to do something a little bit more regularly, like I'm more than happy to schedule something regular into the week or fortnightly or monthly or whatever it is. Um, just so we don't have to piss around
1: organizing time difference and shit. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll definitely what if we get, get another one in before Christmas. Yeah, that sounds good, man. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll let you know, um, and I'll right. yeah, we'll uh, sort something out. All right, mate. I'll uh, right. I'll chat to you. Soon. All right. Speak soon, a bit,
2: mate. Legend.